0: On this week's episode, we've got a market update with Jonathan Franklin. We talk about the forthcoming GT3 RS and the first time we've got a new feature called Spread the Love.
1: Nineworks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, taking you closer than ever to the world's finest sports cars and the culture and history behind them. The show is brought to you by Nineworks.co.uk, the innovative online platform for Porsche enthusiasts. Hosted by Porsche journalist Lee Sibley and 993 owner and engineer Andy Brooks, with special input from friends and experts around the industry, including you, our valued listeners. Good day, Max Newman. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. We're down one tonight. Uh, we're missing missing the dulcet tones of Essex. So we've just got the smooth tones of, well, where, where are you from, Max? Where are you from originally? Well, Yorkshire originally. not Yorkshire? No. Oh, well, smooth tones of Yorkshire and yeah. uh, my dulcet tones from the south of London. <laughs> <laughs> or just sort of Surrey-ish, I guess. I've been but, yeah, resident
0: yeah. of the home counties for a long time though, so that's probably... Probably smooth. Probably smooth. It all went,
1: yeah. Smoothed off your dulcet, dulcet tones even more. Yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, uh, Lee is—he's on the road. Europe.
1: Yeah, in Europe somewhere. I don't know exactly. Oh, I think he was in around Reims somewhere last night. But uh, yeah, I think he's on his way to Stuttgart to yeah. do some stuff out there. Lucky Very boy. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're stuck back home. He might appear a little bit later, just to come and say hello um and give us an update of where he is but uh yeah it's uh me and max doing it in doing the meantime the we'll roll
0: with the punches
1: absolutely See, so see if we can conjure up some some interesting talk uh we well, are going to speak in a witch. go on
0: go on in the few minutes before i um came onto onto the pod yeah i saw uh, a rumor on twitter and i know that that's the <gasps> sort of fundamental basis of twitter is rumors yeah um it said that Porsche have bought 50% of Red Bull Racing. Oh, really? Hmm. Mm. There has been lots of mutterings about that, isn't there? Yeah. That's yeah, official. They have. they have. So it's uh I think it's very much unofficial. And okay. I did then look on the BBC sport website and I looked on the Red Bull Racing Instagram and things like that, and there's nothing about it there.
1: Okay. So okay. who knows? So,
0: but intriguing, yeah. nevertheless. Yeah. Max could be unveiling the the scoop of the week (laughs) yeah yeah who knows but let's see yeah (laughs) but they are they are coming in or they're trying to come into formula one though aren't they i believe i
1: believe so yeah yeah along with audi as well yes i believe yeah yeah i don't know i haven't to be honest with you i haven't
0: watched formula one for about 10 years i've kind of lost it yeah yeah i rarely watch it but if porsche were in it you know i think yeah I- it could. i'd certainly take more of an interest yeah i keep meaning to um have a look at that program
1: what's it called drive just to- oh 5? drive to survive that's brilliant Yeah, is it yeah okay. yeah
0: yeah, really yeah maybe
1: brilliant. i need to have a look at that and that might well I-, I i've heard that lots of people have been you know juiced into formula one by that so you've got um housewives and and kids like getting into really getting into formula one where you'd
0: never have them as a a target audience before so yeah yeah yeah. it's 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 excellent it's really good tv really good tv and if if like me you get a little bit lost in the you know the subtleties and nuances of the strategy over a two-hour race yeah so invariably find that a little bit boring then drive to survive is more of a more about the people Yes. Um, yeah. and personalities and th- those sorts of um, dramas, which I find, you know, really interesting. Yeah.
1: I think that's why people are getting into it, aren't they? They're actually seeing, they're not just seeing a load of cars go around the track. They're seeing the people, the personalities going around the track and the people and personalities that support
0: them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So no, I'd highly recommend that if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, I can't remember how many seasons there are definitely two, maybe three. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it a whirl. All right, let's do that. Yeah, I think I will
1: indeed. Um, so, yeah, we've got a couple of things that we're going to be talking about this evening. Um, we're going to do a market update from Jonathan Franklin at Jonathan Franklin Cars. Um, he's just going to give us a, a 10 minute update on what he thinks is happening out there, um, which is always a good good one to talk about and understand yeah, yeah, what's that'd going be on. interesting. Um other Porsche news. We're gonna have a quick chat about the GT3RS that's kind of coming. Um been lots of little scoops and stuff coming out about that. So have a little chat of that.
0: Yeah. I think uh, I think we're seeing now, aren't we, pictures of that un unmasked? I yeah, think. just a little bit left,
1: I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some stuff that's come out from Porsche. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an idea that I've had, um, which is something that we're gonna bring in as a, a regular thing um called spread the love <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we'll uh we'll have a little chat about that and um spread some of some of our love uh, later on in this episode all right sounds good cool um one thing that i wanted to bring up actually early on was um your new camera and lens that you've bought <laughs> some amazing yeah. pictures the pictures that you took of flat six Um I've seen and some other bits and bobs here and there. Yeah. Are you
0: pleased with it? Yeah. I mean, I can't talk too much about it in case Mandy listens and (laughs) finds out how much it cost. Uh, but um yeah, I did decide to upgrade from my compact. Yeah, I was running a Canon G5X Mark II, which I got as a as a wedding present to myself a few years ago, although we ended up not getting married because of COVID. (laughs) But I kept the present. (laughs) Um <laughs> good way. And I was running that very happily. And uh I'm, I must say, you've always taken amazing pictures. You're very I've, good. I've always enjoyed taking pictures ever since I was a kid, actually. Yeah. Um and uh I was running this canon and really enjoying it. And I started to, I suppose as I got more into it, it I suppose inevitably, like with you know, bicycles and other grown-up hobbies, you start to think, Oh, I wonder what would happen if I, you know, did this, or what, you know, how much would yeah. I have to spend to get that, and that yeah. sort of thing. So I asked a few people. I asked my friend Ryan, Ryan Tesco, who's a good photographer, and he put me off because he said, you know, you'll be in for like three grand or something to, mm. you know, to make the next significant step. And I said, I'm not spending that. I can't afford to spend that. Yeah. Um, that was, a, that was you know, a couple of years ago. And uh, I sort of taught myself into it. Um, and I, I got a good steer from a friend of mine, um, James Knox RS. Oh, yes. On uh, yeah. Instagram. He, he, he had a nice camera. He takes some nice shots. And he'd been recommended by Tom Caller, who's a very talented photographer, this uh-huh. particular Sony camera. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe I should get one of those. And I looked at the price, and it was a it was a lot more than my Canon. But I thought, oh, okay, maybe that's possible. Yeah. I thought about it for ages, and then I had one of those crazy impulse moments where I bought Just it. Bloody do it. Get on and with I thought, it. I thought I was going to bloody do it, so I bought yeah. it. I've been thinking then, about it. I've been cruising the
1: internet for, for months on it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then I went
0: for it. Actually, it took me ages to get hold of it because of, you know, this and that and the other shortages. I had to wait about three months. Yeah. And uh, actually, the day after I saw it, I saw Ryan, and I said, I've bought this uh, this 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 camera, this um, Sony camera. Yeah. And he said, um, A7C. And, and he said, which lens have you got? I said, well, I've got the lens that it comes with. He says, what, you mean the kit lens? I said, well, I don't know, the lens. He yeah. said, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, no. I said, what do you mean I shouldn't have done that? He said, you should have bought it without a lens, and you need to buy another lens. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, I haven't done that. I've got the kit lens. He says, you're going to be disappointed. I said, no, it'd be fine, I'm sure. I said, anyway, how much would it cost me to get the you know, the appropriate lens? Yeah. He said, oh, that'd be a thousand quid or something. And I thought, oh, God, I thought it'd be fine. So anyway, so eventually it arrived the day before, Festival of speed. Yeah. So I took it along with the kit lens and he was right. I was really disappointed oh. as I was trying to get used to it and trying to get some shots. I couldn't take pictures that were as good as I was taking on my Canon. Yeah. And I was really kind of gutted. That's After interesting. I, felt I came back feeling quite depressed.
1: Uh, uh, Cause I've got a, uh, is it an alpha 6,000? Uh-huh. I guess. Um, so I've had that a couple of years and that, I've got that with the kit lens and yeah, I'm, I kind of play with it and try, yeah, I can't get as good a picture as I want out of it, I guess, but I oh, guess well, yeah, yeah. it must be the lens thing. So yeah. Could what lens, lens do I need thing. to get them, Max?
0: So I, I, I thought well, I'm going to have to buy, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. I thought there's yeah. no going back now. So I looked online at the Sony lens setup, and I found this lens. It's so expensive, but I thought, you know, I'm going to have to go for it. Um, but then I spoke to Ryan again, and I said, you know, is is this the lens that I'm going to have to get? You know, yeah, if, if yeah. I want to get to where I thought I was going to get and where I want to be, he said, what well, he could do, or you could get the Sigma alternative, okay. which is what he's got. Yeah. Uh, he said, it's dead good, and it's much cheaper. It's actually half the price of the Sony lens that I was looking at. Yeah. So it's still a lot of money, but again, there and then, I just went for it, I bought it. So I've basically spent the money that he always said I was going to have to spend. Um, <laughs> and I got this new lens, this Sigma lens, took it to flat six show and had a go with it. And, uh, you know, came away with some really good shots.
1: Yeah. I mean, pictures look fantastic. So crisp, um, lovely depth of field. Yeah. That's the right, right thing, isn't it? it's a, Yeah, just, yeah, it looked really good. So yeah, yeah. Go, and, go and check out Max's um, pictures if you haven't yeah. already. Um, of flat six. Yeah, he's done some great. Great, great picks. Yeah. Well it's done. actually
0: motivated me to want to, um, you know, study, be, be a bit more studious from a photography yeah. point of view and learn a bit more, you know, about the camera and how to get the most out of it, but also a bit more about photography, um, yeah. you know, and actually learn because I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm a bit of a sort of point and shoot
1: yes, uh, guy. Yeah.
0: So I'm actually quite keen to, to learn now that I've got this kit. Not just know, use it like in automatic mode, to, you know. <laughs> yeah. I need to get the most out of it
1: nice good good excellent yeah well good i'm glad glad that's all working out i might yeah. have to follow suit with the with the expensive lens at some point <laughs> let's get the same one as me yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool um i've got a, another question go on um for you there's been a little bit of debate about um, whether water-cooled cars should be called water-cooled cars or sh- should they be called liquid-cooled cars. <laughs> um, I think this is Miss, uh, Mr. Sibley's mate, Jerry Seinfeld, that sort of started <laughs> this. Hey, Silby! <laughs> hey, Silby!
0: Um, what's your view on it? Um, I I didn't really have a view actually. I I I called them water-cooled, as yeah. I think a lot of people do um i heard uh seinfeld you know making his points quite vociferously and uh and i get it um you know i i could go liquid i could i could (laughs) could adopt that if that's where we're going if that's where we're going yeah i can go with that air air cooled
1: cars everybody wants to call them oil called
0: cars don't they which is then a liquid so i'm like come on guys what's going on yeah There needs to be an international standard, which I think perhaps Jonathan Franklin could set for us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jonathan uh, joins us. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Good. Yeah, very well. Thank you. How are you?
2: Yeah, very well. Very well.
1: You look like you've uh, been catching the sun lately. Uh,
2: Yeah, I do actually in this light.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've got a good hue to you. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't know, actually, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> maybe turn that off actually, no
0: that's worse <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: worse <laughs> have you been away
0: jonathan i just uh no not recently
2: wave? no not recently i've you know spent a bit of time in the garden but nothing uh you know nothing uh not, not been trying put it that way yeah
1: yeah that's that's normally the time when you get burnt though isn't it is uh when true. you're not trying you don't you've you've not got the sun lotion on so then you get caught yeah
2: true yeah
1: yeah, so uh, thanks for joining us, uh, doing a little market update with us uh, this evening. Unfortunately, we've lost Lee. He's um, yes. lost in Europe somewhere. Yes. So you've just got the, the two of us this evening. Um, this good. But, yeah, wondering if you could give us a little update on what's going on in the market. Um, I'm thinking that sort of new car supply is probably getting better.
2: Yeah, uh, I think it is. Yeah? yeah. Um I think new cars are definitely... Coming through a lot more quickly than they were, yeah. um, and I think uh, I'm probably, to be honest, echoing what I said um, on our last kind of chat. Um, I think that things are cooling off slightly, yeah. with uh, but but then there's there's many things that are affecting that as well. It's you know, kids are off now or going to be very shortly. Um, it's summer holidays isn't it so yes. historically our trade goes quite quiet Quietly. anyway so that's you know that that's sort of to be expected anyway yeah um however i do get the feeling through you know people i talk to in the trade pretty much every day that that things are probably cooling a bit you know a, a little bit yeah um, I mean, on it's been super
1: cars. hot isn't it it's been yeah it's crazy i mean the first half of this year has just been mental hasn't it yes
2: it has yeah i mean it's i've never seen anything like it it's um yeah it's been so busy
1: yeah and um i guess is is it is it now I, well i think when we last spoke it was very difficult to get stock uh, it's, you know, it still impossible. is
2: um yeah. i mean look there are plenty of cars for sale yeah. Um, but i think we're at this sort of pivotal point of Um, you know, generally people still want top money for their cars. Dealers are kind of probably slightly nervous, um, of paying, you know, what top whack, top whack, which I think, if we're all honest, you know, cars have got to a little bit of a point where they are a bit, a bit heavy, most of them. Um, but I don't think it's all bad news. I mean, I, th- I think that there'll always be different opportunities for buyers and sellers in this sort of market as well, where it changes and and even if it cools off a little a little bit. Yeah. So I don't think it's all sort of. Some people would sort of say it's sort of negative, but I don't think it is. Yeah. I I, I wonder, Jonathan, if at a
0: certain level there was a a degree of the supply of things coming through, um, but also a fact that people were saying actually I'm not going to pay that for that I think think you're
2: right I think you're right and and I think the dealers are you know most most of you know us chaps are um passionate about what we do um and you know there does become a point where your enthusiasm you know you start sort of questioning yourself and um and and i've saw i've also started seeing a few cars that obviously people need to sell them um mm. and there there have started to be only a few i must admit but there have started to be a few cars that that you know are being bought at sensible prices now yeah already um in fact i bought bought one um this morning actually so um a very nice car which um I didn't expect to buy, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there, I mean, like everybody, I'm GT3 obsessed. Is, yeah. there, a, is there a factor if 992 GT3s are coming through, mm-hmm. does, does that soften? If someone might have thought, well, I can't get a 992 GT3, so I'll buy a 991.2 GT3 instead. And that yeah. did that inflate the value of those? Is that now softening a little bit as the supply comes through? Or, or uh, Do you know what really the...
2: I think because, um, well, GT3 Touring, I suppose, is a bit of an exception. GT, GT3 um, 991 Gen 2, I think, are, in my opinion, again, it's personal opinion, but I think they're still a bit too hot. Uh, there's a few mm. cars hanging around, um, and for that reason, you know, when they start hanging around, there's only one reason for that, generally, and that's because they're too expensive um so I, I think um and then the older product you know things like um, 997 gt3 all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff i think that will always to a certain extent defy the sort of dropping newer car prices because yeah. there are far fewer of them yeah yes. um, uh, yeah so uh, and I, I think that makes a difference the sort of collector car what i would call collector car market um or the the classic car modern classic car market whatever you want to call it um i think that will always defy the the newer stuff that you know the volatility of the newer stuff um although let's be fair if you were lucky enough to to get a 992 gt3 um then you're not going to be out of pocket are you so it's it's, (laughs) yeah um unless you're a and a disappointed speculator, then uh, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I, I saw.
0: I was looking on the um a pre- used Porsche site earlier on, as I often do, looking at things, and I noticed that there was a, a nine and two GT three touring on there um yep. for two hundred and
2: seventy two
0: thousand oh, pounds. yeah I couldn't. I couldn't quite believe it was quite that much. <laughs> that's a <laughs> lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, that's
2: a lot of money. I mean, I I have known of cars to be honest i've not been involved with gt 3s 992s um at all because i just to be honest i think you got to be seriously brave to buy one um well certainly at that level Um, you know 230 235 that sort of figure is probably realistic to be fair Um, but it's not really the, the last 992 i had was a turbo s um a low mileage turbo s and to be honest, um, I was, you know, I thought I was quite brave buying a car that was over a year old. Um, it'd only done a couple of thousand miles, but I thought I was being being brave buying a car at list. In fact, <laughs> I think it was over list. I think it was. Jeez. I think it was about ten grand over list. Wow. Um, How much I- over
1: list are the GT threes going for at the moment? Then.
2: Um, well, depending on spec, I think you're yeah. probably looking at I don't know sixty grand. Are you something like wow.
0: that? I think so. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, a bit more if you're going off the one you just found. Maybe yeah. that was a huge speck or something. I don't know, um, or someone just being a little bit ambitious. But, um, <laughs> a bit of a bull. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the I don't think some of the. Look, I'm going to say this because I'm more into the older stuff. I think, but um, I think the sort of nine nine seven backwards is largely unaffected at the moment, but I guess, yes. you know, for the sort of more regular models, it will all filter down eventually. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, you sit, you look at Gen 2 997s and they're, you know, there's still quite a lot of money at the moment that they, they, you know, they, they went up probably as much as £10,000 at one point. Um, wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I remember buying um 2S, a C2S with quite a low mileage a very early 30s, and now you know that car's probably probably 45 grand. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, um, I
2: do
1: remember when I was looking round well, three or four years ago, and I was yeah. looking at um, Gen twos, and I was actually seeing some Gen twos that were under 30k. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that that mm. you wouldn't even think that was possible. Thinking, no <laughs> And <laughs> what that? value? Well, I mean, yeah. that's that's huge value. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. Yeah. Kind of what, what I'm thinking. <laughs> but, yeah. um... I did read the
0: other day, I can't remember where it was, I think it was in a magazine, but it could have been online, that it's um, for 991s, you know, regular production 991s, not GT cars. Mm. It's a bit of a buyer's market at the moment. But I, I've, I've got a 991.1 C2S, Jonathan, and I bought that two mm. years ago or, yeah. or thereabouts. And my feeling was that, they made lots of them and there were lots of them for sale. But when you yeah. actually start looking really closely for a really nice car in the pack, find. suddenly, you know, you get down to one or two cars.
2: Yeah, so there are right. lots
0: of them, but not lots that you'd want to, or not that I'd want to own.
2: Yeah, so um, totally agree. A personal friend of mine actually bought one from me um, about four years ago. Um, his is a, I think it's a 13 plate, um, lovely C2S with a low mileage. I think it had done about 18,000 at the time. Really nice car um, with a few bits, you know, sunroof and all that sort of stuff. And um, I think at the time he paid something like 65, 66 grand for it. Yeah. And it's probably not far off that now. He's not, you know, he's he's used it as a bit of a toy. Um, I think he does two or 3,000 miles a year in it. So it's probably, I imagine, done less than 40 today. And I, I would be... You know um surprised if that was worth less than yeah 560 grand today i would think but maybe yeah. even a, maybe even a touch more i don't know yeah um but yeah no they they, they were a good buy i think so you've done, probably done all right there how, how yeah. you it?
0: i think i bought it in september 2020 yeah uh so yeah i think i i probably bought it at the right time it, it felt yeah. like a really bullish uh move at the time given the you know with the economic environment and yes where we were in the world, but you know, I, I was trying to be confident and bullish and optimistic, mm. and you know, thought could be dead by Christmas. So, you know, let's yep. crack on. Um, and it, it turned out, I think, to, to be a good move. Although, you know, I've, what did it have? It had less than 30,000 miles on it, it's now got just over 40,000. So, I've been using it, you know, 5,000 miles a year. It's a lovely spec, it's a 63 plate, yep. it's got all the right bits, it's an unusual color, it's an anthracite brown. Oh, nice! Um, yeah. You know, it's really lovely. It's a really lovely car.
2: Yeah, they're a great car, and and you know, I mean, you're not really going to get a better car for that sort of money, are you? It's just a yeah. fantastic car. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. and you know, they don't really suffer with any problems. So, um, yeah, yeah. Good, goodbye. By the looks of it, <laughs> yeah,
0: fantastic. Talking of the slightly older stuff, mm. you know, my my favourite 911 is 903 RS and yeah. you know you he, he don't often talk about uh, special 911s being undervalued but i've always thought that you know sort of relative to other rs products and things you know mm. 27rs particularly i have always thought that 993rs seemed like and you don't often see them for sale especially not like right-hand drive ones but i've yeah. always thought they seemed like good value i
2: was surprised yeah. they weren't
0: more expensive
2: i totally agree and um well i you guys have definitely seen the the car RPM have got, which is a lovely, Riera uh, mm. blue right hand drive car, which is very rare in right hand drive. Yeah. Um, and um, I think Andy knows, but I've actually got a 993 RS, um, ah. which I've had for quite a few years, and uh, I'm a. I think it's a fantastic car. Um, so. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think they are undervalued, um, but I'm going to say that as well because I've got under- <laughs> one in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but having said that, they have I, I have noticed. Um, obviously, RPM's cars are right-hand drive, so I think that's probably going to command a bit of a premium over a left. Um, mm-hmm. Although there's a bigger market for a left, so you know. Um, but I do I have noticed that DK Engineering have just put a Club Sport on their website. Um, which is the same as mine, actually. Um, which is not far off that right-hand drive car. So, um, is Max an... Max
1: is not beating his keyboard <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, beating his way to the 993 RS. Yeah, <laughs> so much a, love.
2: That's a that's a club sport as well. So um, you, you've got two very rare yeah. um, lightweight cars there, um, yeah. on a right-hand drive, and they're, they're both around the 400 mark. So. Um, so it looks as though they may be creeping up a bit yeah, um, yeah. i mean it, for a for a road car or uh, well not a road car but because they're all road cars but for, for a for a um, a touring spec car I should say um you know with or without the the club sport wing package um, yeah. I th- you know a couple of years ago they were sort of hovering around sort of 250 ish and yeah. I think they have crept up a bit um so a club sport probably is you know, getting on for 400 i would think yeah so yeah, um, yeah makes sense
0: yeah. yeah well i'll certainly if my numbers ever come up jonathan i'll be seeking one out so we'll we can talk then. <laughs> I'll be talking i'll be very keen i'll be a, a keen purchaser
2: if no, I. it's a, a fantastic chance. car it's a very um yeah very engaging car yeah
1: mm-hmm. um i was wondering if you're sort of as far as sort of electric cars are going that you know we've got more and more electric cars coming out into the into the into the marketplace i guess mm. um are we s- still seeing you know people are lusting after older stuff um and is that driving up the older air-cooled and yeah 996 997 market still
2: yeah i i think um we're well, certainly i mean I'm, I'm in north london as you know and um you know we we've, we sort of are on the perimeter of. Um, well, central London, and yeah, and um, they're talking about actually extending the ULEZ yes. up to the M twenty-five. Yeah. So, and and I'm o- only three or four kind of miles away from, in fact, probably even less, probably two or three miles away from the current perimeter on the North Circular. Yeah. So, um, for the for the ULEZ, so um, where I am, yes, there's a lot of talk about, um, you know. Keeping your classic cars. There's quite a few storage companies around here catering for, you know, cars that are sort of just outside the M25 or yeah. or just within it at the moment. Yeah. Um. So I, th- I think people are, you know, I- if anything, um, in a funny way, it seems to be that it- it's kind of making people a little bit more nostalgic in certain circumstances yes, and yeah. um or certain instances, I should say, and and um making more of an effort to sort of keep their passion rather than just sort of forgetting about it yes um yeah. w- when you're sort of forced almost to, to go into an electric car which a lot of us are going to be absolutely uh, Yes. certainly around the capital yeah yeah certainly around london and probably other cities eventually as yeah. well um i, I imagine um you know that's either going to be well some people are going to be obviously it'll probably finish it for them or 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 it will in certain certain instances yeah make people more enthusiastic about owning a classic actually I think yeah Um, what's the um
1: what's the rulings on you Les as far as um because I'm sure there's like an age isn't there with like I don't know if they're 30 years old and they they don't they're not within the ulez is that correct? yeah i believe there's an
2: age but there's also an emission thing isn't there although okay. interestingly um interestingly my 997 turbo was ulez compliant which yeah. um so i'm not i'm not if i'm honest i'm not entirely sure of the rules for kind of modern classics because that that one doesn't seem to make sense but uh, yeah. um
0: I, th- I think i think ulez is a bit tricky i've uh, Good friend of mine who lives right in the very centre of London. Yeah, was running a B7 RS4 event. You know the manual V8. Yeah, event, yeah, yeah, really lovely car, and sort of in a sort of fire sale panic moment, sold it as Ulez was coming in. Mm. You know because they're right. You know there's no getting around it. They're right in there. Yeah, and and actually I understand that the car would have been compliant. Uh, you know I think yeah. it was a 57. I think I even remember the age of it, 57 mm. plate, and I think it would have been fine. And I'm sure I'm sure they regret selling it um yeah
2: because
0: they didn't have to yeah
1: it's, there doesn't seem to be clear defined rules as far as the the type of car, is there um, no, i'm sure no. there's something to do with age is that i think you know, there is over 40 years old or something like that then it's yes yeah, 30
2: or 40 years old isn't it i think yeah, there is some yeah. some age. We
1: should, we'll look into that and uh, see if we can find out some more information
2: yeah, I'm, I'm, quite interestingly, actually, I'm doing some work with the HCVA. I don't know if you've, you've heard oh, of them, yes. but, yeah. but um, I'm, I'm a founder member of, of that sort of club, if you like, um, or body. And um, they are trying to ensure that, um, yeah, we're still, well, they're trying to prove really that people who own these sorts of cars, that their carbon footprint in actual fact is, is mid- very tiny me, yeah, because of the yeah. limited miles that, that most of us do in the older cars. Um, you know um what does that stand for h i know i've heard of it but um uh, that's a very historic, good question is it um, historic historic and classic vehicles alliance
1: okay cool and so, so well, who, who's involved in that
2: it's a chap called um henry pierman oh yes um, oh yeah yeah, up, yeah who 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 is equally types um and uh you know henry henry's got um well quite a collection of cars actually older cars yeah. um And he's extremely passionate about you know all of us lot being able to to keep using them um as they get older um so we're sort of doing some stuff behind the scenes to to ensure that um well we can yeah and um you know that they don't get kind of um sidelined and and it's not just to do with the cars it's to do with the the sort of industry as well and all the people involved yeah yeah you know all, all the old mechanics and um, well, not, I shouldn't say old mechanics. You know, people, younger people, wanting to go into to that, field, uh, yeah. to that sort of field, mm. so they can continue to maintain our old cars. Yeah. Um. And, and you know, proving that, as I said, the, the carbon footprint of actually owning a an older car, um, because of the time, uh, the limited time and mileage they they do. Um. You know that they're, they're actually, you know, quite economical.
1: Yes, yeah, 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 uh, yeah.
2: Especially if you calculate the, you know, the um, emissions and things over the over the life of the over car. The life, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. What can yeah. what can we and listeners do to sort of support that? What's the is there
2: anything? We um, well, you can go onto the HCVA website and yeah. um, there's various different ways of joining or or sort of getting involved. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you sort of caught me on the on the. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, but, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but but um, yeah, it, maybe we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Can, um, we can let all the listeners yeah. know um all about it. But if if you go on the HCA HCVA website, um, it'll give you a brief explanation of what, what we're trying to do. Um, it's, it's sort of quite early stages, but there's um you know, we were in parliament the other day um with with some MPs, um, you know, trying to talk to them about supporting it. Yeah. um so it was you know there's some interesting stuff going on behind the scenes that hopefully so. um yeah we'll yeah. we'll um ensure we're all able to keep driving our old cars great yeah. i, I great
0: certainly feel optimistic about the future of historic motoring and actually internal combustion engine cars generally with this synthetic synthetic fuel fuel. yeah yeah um you know i've watched the video that harry metcalf did on his harry's garage channel really interesting and of course they talked about it on top gear as well yes porsche heavily invested in it yep um and you know i I, i'm really heartened by that that feels like a good future i think yeah it's really exciting isn't it yeah really good Um, really good i almost feel perhaps i'm being overly optimistic here i almost feel that the current you know other than in cities and things that the current ev thing you know will almost pass maybe not become folly because there is a place for it i think in cities and things but in you know otherwise i think why not internal combustion engine and synthetic fuels
2: yeah um i totally agree <laughs> i couldn't agree more um very exciting um and uh, I, I do know that um um I, I was at goodwood a few weeks back um at the festival of speed and and um talking to a few guys there in the paddock and they're actually starting to run uh in fact there was a 904 Porsche running on synthetic fuel oh, really uh which to be honest with you um you know that's brilliant isn't it it's actually fantastic and uh I think the chap who owns it's quite brave putting it in there but uh, <laughs> to start with um must be must be some tests they 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 uh, they carry out yeah. before they put it in a car like that, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's really really promising, and I yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I'm really excited about
0: it. I think I'm right in saying that Porsche Super Cup runs on synthetic fuel at the moment, and yeah. I think Sebastian Vettel he owns he he demonstrated Mansell's uh, ninety two World Championship winning car at the British Grand Prix, didn't he? And he owns the car personally. Yeah, and I think and, and he was running under this race without trace banner. And I think he was running that car on synthetic fuel, so
2: right. Yeah. You know,
0: I I I, I feel good about it. Really yeah. excited.
2: Yeah, it is exciting. Um yeah, and it's as you say, there's there's you know, there are probably well there is a place for, for electric or hybrid cars. Hmm. Um but I, I don't know, I think with the the current sort of economic climate we're in and all you know, all that sort of stuff going on, um I think the infrastructure, you know, it's going to cost billions to Ooh. to um, implement, you know, proper, um, you know, proper yeah, facilities sort of in these cars. The truck, yeah. um, and then I'm sure, you know, technology moves so fast. I'm sure it will be obsolete as quick as it's, you know, um, rolled yeah. out. So right. I think you're right. I think synthetic fuel could be amazing um while we sort of continue to probably learn a bit more about electric cars rather yeah. than because um, at the moment it's, it all seems like a bit of a race doesn't it to to get rid of the combustion yeah. engine yeah. yeah. by a certain date and, and all that sort of stuff and uh, I, I just don't think it's possible
0: no no i think and doing things in a hurry, i know that what do they say necessity is the mother of invention but also doing things in a hurry isn't yeah. always the right way over, so yeah
2: no definitely not so no it's really good really excited about it um so yeah it'd be good to talk about the HCVA another time yeah 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 that
1: yeah yeah we'll get you on definitely um we were also going to talk about um the gt3 rs that's up and coming i was wondering if you um if you had any sort of feelings about it um,
2: um i'll be honest I, i've watched like, i've watched a couple of videos i haven't i don't know too much about it other than yeah. that you know it looks like an absolute beast of a car doesn't it yeah. um it does look a little bit uh, over the top for the road should we say. <laughs> uh but but you know um but yeah I, I must admit i'm not um up to date on the specs of it and all that sort of stuff all i've yeah. seen is videos Just of the, it
0: does look, it does look pretty mad doesn't it yeah it does you it looks insane it's all, almost like it's moving into the you know I I love the idea of owning a BAC mono, but yep. whether I'd want to drive it on the road or not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I almost feel like this is sort of moving into that same sort of sphere where it is road legal, of course, and that's useful. But I'm not. I might feel like a bit of a knob.
2: <laughs> driving. Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. The the that spoiler is a bit um, is a bit telling, isn't it? It's, well, uh... <laughs> I th- I actually thought
1: the spoiler makes the 992
2: look small. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah. yeah, it's absolutely. When, when you see pictures of it coming around the track, it just, yeah, um, it, it does look a bit funny, but uh, I guess, you know, if it works, then that's fine for the track. But I do think, uh, you know, parking it in central London, it might look a bit uh, a bit mad.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 it's going to be, I can't, I mean, I can't wait to see one in the flesh. I mean, no, what of course, a, I'm sure. It's going to be, be amazing, a great, too. Yeah, you know, there's some incredible detailing on it. I, mm. I can't wait to see one, but uh, yeah, it looks pretty, pretty mad as I understand it. You know, I think the I think the motor's where it's at, isn't it? You know, the it didn't really change very much from 901.2 GT3 into 992 GT3, and I don't think it's changing very much in the RS. I think it's all about you know, race car aero and bringing that yes. in, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Yes. what is it is yes. it 17th of august is that the release date just make soon yes. yeah that's it? the release date yeah yeah yeah, yeah. can't yeah. wait to see it yeah excellent
1: well jonathan thank you very much for joining us giving us a little update on the on the markets and thank obviously you. the historic vehicle what was it hvsa
2: <laughs> hcva and uh, that's it <laughs> hcva historic yeah, and classic vehicles alliance Excellent. Yeah, go check that out on the Yeah, on that's the something we can all get
1: behind, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, should be pushing that. So, yeah, thanks for for the updates on those. Really appreciated.
0: Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, Jonathan. Good to all see right, you. Sir. Chat.
1: Thanks, guys. So what, what's your thoughts on the GT3 RS then? For, well, you know, there's not much to see at the moment, but there's been lots of hubba over the last few days. I saw yeah, yeah. Well, quite a few. Like, I think they've released that picture of the black car. Yeah. Huge bloody wing still a little bit of camouflage but that's been an actual Porsche have let that yeah, out yeah. rather than um it's been
0: yeah or or un unmasked but very sort of dimly lit shots. Yes. so it's difficult yeah, to pick yeah. out the detail but they've started to release I think through social media that you know the the emissions figures and you know yeah you, you know not that that's of particular interest but you know Official data on, yeah, on, and on the car, you know, they've started to tease it. And yeah. I think they have to these days, don't they? Because you can't keep anything secret. So yeah. they might as well start teasing it. I thought it was quite interesting. Um, AP
1: um, had said that their primary focus was updating the aero and the chassis side of things. Mm. And the the engine is, you know, there's 500 horsepower is is perfect. Why, yeah.
0: why, why do we need to change that? Yeah, yeah yeah I think I think it's probably difficult to to get more out of that motor and keep it tractable yeah. and warrantyable and you know give it the life that Porsche and, want and, and also is I, it worth I,
1: investing in it
0: well with, yeah
1: current regulations
0: yeah. That are coming and I think they proved with the 991 GT2 RS that if they you know if they want to do you know more horsepower then they can do it in a GT2 RS if yeah. they want to, you know, they can put turbos in there and off they go another two hundred yeah. horsepower. You know, easy as you like. Yeah. So yeah, I think they've um, they talk in terms of the inspiration being from the GT3 R or the RSR race programs and bringing that to, you know, to a road legal car. So yeah, it's gonna be gonna be crazy. I mean, no, I'm not sure it's excited. even gonna have a f-
1: Don't you get pretty excited about GT3s? Yo. They are I, your thing, aren't they? I do,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. But um, I mean, echoing what Jonathan said, you know, the I, I already think that I'm perhaps not a GT3RS man, you know, in, in the yeah. you know, the iterations that we've seen, because they're quite, you know, they're quite leary, they're quite shouty. Yeah. I already think that's perhaps not not me. So <laughs> I almost certainly uh don't think that this is, but I mean, still I can't wait to see one can't in wait the to flesh see one, yeah. get yeah. up close and see see those details see whether it's got it almost looks like it hasn't got a front boot anymore because it's all no because yeah, um, it's all about it's, managing air and heat
1: yeah um, um it's got some very interesting side strike type detail isn't it yeah so the exit of the wheel arches have has got something that pulls air out of there yes. a bit like the uh, gt4
0: yes yeah um, rs yeah and isn't that that's about managing air pressure and i think and about managing heat as well isn't it so um but some of those details it looks like are going to come through in the st as well the pictures that i've seen of that that doesn't have any um you know flamboyant aero in terms of wings and that sort of thing but down the side of the car it It does does look like it has some cutouts and you know veins and other bits and bobs so i'm actually more intrigued and excited about this forthcoming st and seeing what that
1: includes yeah, yeah
0: I think yeah. that would be you know it's all pie in the sky for me of course financially but that I feel like you know theoretically the ST would definitely <laughs> more be a bit of me. <laughs> yeah more my bag baby yeah but um I mean RS products it's hard not to be excited about an RS product isn't it? Oh I don't know I d- is it not no doesn't no. wrap you up no I don't know I'm
1: i I'm just a bit of a base spec boy I really <laughs> I don't know I just pref- yeah I mean, if I was you know, looking at nine nine three there, would I actually want an RS club sport over what I've got? And I for what I want it to do, I don't think I would. Which
0: sounds crazy, doesn't it? Well, no, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, you know, when I, I I've proven by the way that I've spent my own money, you know, I've I've bought yeah. two Carreras, two really usable yes. Carreras. You know, that's what I've, you know, I could have bought Instead of my nine nine one, I could have spent that money on an on an older or less true, usable yeah. car. But when it actually comes to it, um, you know, in my in my real world situation, yeah. I want a usable car.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. And um. But theoretically, you know, if I could, I'd have a nine nine three RS right hand drive in a heartbeat. Yes. But as uh, well as well as well as yeah 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 in yeah. my in my fantasy collector world fantasy garage yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I have to admit, on the occasion when I did get to drive a 993, which is when I did the um, Evolution 911 experience at Porsche Experience Centre years ago, I don't think they do it anymore, but they had a silver 993 on the little 16-inch wheels, (laughs) manual car, and I drove that, and I loved it. Um, but I suppose perhaps because it was on the little 16 inch wheels, you know, there was quite a lot of pitch and roll. Yes, and I did yeah, wonder as I was driving that car, I thought, oh, I wonder what the RS version of this is like. Yeah, yeah. But in the more modern cars, in that uh, water or liquid cooled, whatever we're calling them, yeah. when I've driven those on track, I have to admit, I haven't often thought, oh, I wonder what the GT version of this is called because they're already so bloody fast and yeah, yeah. competent and, and and excellent.
1: Yeah. Well, you must have a go in mind at some point. I'd like to. Yeah. Once, once like I've to. driven it myself.
0: <laughs> Although I haven't got much experience of left-hand drive, so I might end up duffing oh, yeah, the yeah. rims on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> true, true.
1: <laughs> no, see, it's easier. It's easier. You won't, you won't hit the curbs because you're closer to the curb. You can see okay. the curve. All yeah, right. You'll be fine. You'll be I'd fine. like to do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Cool. Um so yeah, anything more about the GT3 RS coming out on the well, release date 17th of August. As we said lots of hubba-bubba about it. Um yeah,
0: yeah. let's wait and see. Yeah, see what see what I wonder how different it's going to be. Yeah. I I think? wonder silly things. Like I wonder what color what's the launch color going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, cuz all of the all of the um all all of the pictures and videos are all of this black car aren't yes. they you know yeah in relative relative stages of unmasking yeah. but when they actually launch on the 17th what will they- Should we try and predict so shark blue was the gt3 yeah launch color wasn't it what so it's not going to be shark blue not going to be a blue is it
1: is it going to be- come
0: out with a fresh new color maybe or will they go for a heritage color there's a lot of other heritage stuff about those yeah there? or will they what go for it- w- white
1: white maybe what about um, bringing the ultraviolet purple? Was that yeah. launch, was that launch color for the last RS?
0: Nine nine one point one GT three RS. Okay. Um, it was on that, and that's I mean, that's a, a color.
1: Spec- it's a spectacular color, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: could I do it don't did. think I don't think they'd go wrong bringing that back out to dust it off. I think no.
0: Would yeah. No, it's hard to know, isn't it? Or will it be a Larry yellow? <sighs> presumably it won't be a green because we've done lizard yeah so the green thing's done although there are a lot of greens like heritage greens so what's what's your bet on what's your bet on oh god
1: andy come on that's come tough. on or is it going to be that's... guards red
0: <laughs> uh well guards red was nine nine one point two gt3 wasn't it uh, okay that, yeah that, i think
1: that was launch color for that you do know um, your launch colors don't you you, you love a bit of launch colors. well
0: sometimes when i say launch color i'm thinking of the you know the you know car that I'd have seen the most of so yes, perhaps maybe yes. that's the porsche club gb car um you know in on in some of those occasions god I don't know I I think maybe what oh god but they go white I don't know I suppose it needs to be something that looks good online as well yeah. doesn't it it needs yeah, to be yeah. I mean I don't mind as long as it's got silver wheels all right yeah 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 you need silver wheels <laughs> I well I'm going to bet on a p- bit
1: of a purple whether that's ultraviolet or another purple I'm thinking purplish okay, okay. Well, that would be cool yeah cool <laughs> good. Right. I think that's the GTA 3 RS done until mid-August, until, and then we'll know for sure. Yeah. Lots and then we can
0: then we'll have to get Kyle on, or um, yeah, I suppose probably be Kyle. Because yes. he I think of the people that we know well, he'll be the first one to drive it. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah. that'll be good. Let us
1: in. Good. Um, so let's go on to spread the love. <laughs> I think we might have to come up with a little jingle for that. You do um, need a jingle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come up with an idea, really. Um, and it's to s- sort of spread the love as far as sort of other creators, uh, companies that we enjoy using, you know, or give us good service, mm-hmm. somebody that we would recommend. Um, and we would recommend to others that we you know, think would be useful for them. Um, and we're sort of planning to do this um every episode so it'll be a, a requirement of whoever's coming on coming on the episode has to bring along a bit of um spread the love um and yeah hopefully the the love will come back as well
0: yeah yeah
1: so yeah i think i think it'd be good um i think you've got one or two prepared
0: well of what I've you're been, i've been giving it some thought okay. been making some notes yeah um and I sort of ended up with a couple of, not categories exactly, but they may become themes Themes. as we go through it, you know, as it gets embedded. And I sort of had this um, sort of, you know, local thing and also maybe a global thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, be that a physical thing or a, you know, a social media thing or an Instagram account. So some things I was thinking about actually just going back to what we were talking about with Jonathan on the global side, um, not maybe not a lot of people know this but i'm a hot wheels porsche collector are you yeah 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 because i've because i haven't been successful academically or professionally enough to make (laughs) enough money to actually be a real car collector (laughs) um i do i do hot wheels Ah. car collecting predominantly porsche yeah in fact i tried to do them hundreds
1: oh really I didn't hundreds know yeah,
0: yeah 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 i got them in boxes in the blooming loft now i had so many <laughs> they're gonna fall um, through the bedroom ceiling. they, they could life? do they could do they could do it's yeah. i mean I, I was really into it when i was a kid like a lot of us were and i've still got yeah. some of those cars uh I, I think it was when hot wheels started to do magnus walker stuff
2: that okay. that, I, that i
0: noticed it in my local news agents and they got this really nice casting that they call um i think they call it 934 rsr which is a little bit of a slight you know mixture of things but it's a great yeah. looking thing and they did a magnus walker one and i saw that and i thought well, that's nice maybe i'll, I'll buy it you know along with my issue yeah. of Total nine eleven. and i did and then i saw another one in a plain blue and a good friend of mine had a car that looked a bit like that i thought i'm yeah. gonna buy that for him uh so i so i did that and then i just sort of got into it and now i buy them online and oh really on oh, word. An ebay and I've even been to a like a model car collector thing at the n e c so let's on. let's
1: pretend your other half mandy is not listening uh-huh um how much have you what's the biggest purchase been well has it gone that you know is it gone that far
0: no 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 i am no. i am i am quite disciplined okay um and i try not to spend more than ten pounds on an individual okay car okay. Right. I mean I think it's, I probably have. It sounds have like it's,
1: it's fairly under
0: control then. Yeah, yeah. I mean I try to get them, you know, part of the challenge of uh, of of collecting anything is is to get things for a good price. So I do like to get them from the shop at the yeah. actual, you know, sticker, which sometimes isn't very much. Yeah. Like one pound seventy five. So mean, I like to do that. that. But they do premium things and special edition things and sometimes things you can't get in this country. So, you mean, you have to yeah. go go on Tinterweb and get stuff from the States and things. So I have been known known to do that occasionally yeah. yeah um i have got something on pre-order at the moment actually but let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> um really? you know so yeah so that's that that's um you know i you know, I, I i really enjoy it. It's, it it's fun to collect something isn't it and yeah you know, yeah uh, seeing as i can't collect real porsches i i collect hot wheels ones instead
1: okay so that's that's your recommendation to yeah to get into hot wheels
0: yeah you know when you're in your local supermarket or in your uh, mccall's news agent or b&m or other places you know just divert down the you know the kids toy aisle and (laughs) look at the look at the hot wheels thing see if there's a 911 in there okay you know it could be the start of something
1: yeah yeah another obsession (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, but a relatively healthy one yeah so which is your favorite of the ones you have then you um i think
0: i think my favorite casting is this uh 934 uh rsr one and yeah. i think my favorite uh color is is a sort of viper green one which yeah. they've done that have black wheels on it i think that's my favorite of the mainline ones i think of the premium ones they've done a couple of really nice 964s that i that i really like yeah um and they have done uh 993 carrera as well oh okay yeah although oh. i don't think in red i haven't seen the andy brooks edition yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> looking forward to that but you know i've I've, I've got it in various colors yeah. and they also do a, a 903 gt2 which is quite a good casting as well i quite like that super excellent super. right Elf.
1: thank you for the recommendation <laughs> um so yeah the sort of recommendations are yeah products companies uh youtube channels instagram accounts whatever comes to mind really yeah um, one of mine and mine's mine's actually a specific video that i saw the other day which is on youtube and that was um jody kidd she's doing um a series of interviews with sort of people in in the car industry yes um and i watched the nigel mansell one the other day and i thought it was bloody brilliant um I, it was a long one i think it was nearly an hour yeah um but i don't know if you've You've watched it because I didn't I haven't I, watched it yet, but I have watched yet? some
0: of her things. Kid in a sweet shop. That's it. yeah. It, I think, wasn't she?
1: Yeah. Um and that that particular one of Nigel Mansell, I I always admired Nigel Mansell because he was about, you know, when I was a kid and into Formula One. Um, but I always thought he was a bit um staid and a bit boring. Um, which he kind of yeah, comes comes across as. Yeah. Back yeah, in those agreed. days. Um so yeah, didn't didn't think there was much behind the sort of facade, but that was enlightening. What an interesting man and so well interviewed by Jody. Um I think there was I think they've got some sort of connection, I don't know, through jody's dad or something like that. Okay. So there's obviously some sort of um pure uh what's the word, sort of prior knowledge of each yeah, other. Yeah, some rapport. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I'd really recommend go and okay. watch that 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 video. I'm
0: um, gonna, I'm watch gonna that.
1: yeah. And I'm going to go and watch a few more of Jodie Kidd's things. because I think yeah. I've only seen one or two of the previous ones.
0: She's done some really good ones. I really enjoyed the one she did with James Martin. Oh, TV yeah. Chef James Martin. That was excellent. I think and, I saw that. Was, that. was that one very early in the Yeah, series. it was quite early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have seen it. Yeah, she went one. to his house and they, you know, they drove. He was a great character, actually. Yeah. We should try and get him on the pod. He was, he was really good value. And she also did a really good one with Annette Mason, um, where they flew into the ten tenths um, storage ah, okay. facility and went to lunch in a, a competition Daytona and a two fifty GTO. Wow. Um, and Annette, I mean, what a great character she was. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah, that was really good. Okay. As well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Kid in yeah. a sweet shop. It's yeah, excellent. Check stuff. it
1: out. And uh, yes, and for my recommendation is particularly, yeah, Nigel Mansell one. Yeah, I'll give yeah, that a watch. Brilliant. Cool good yeah. uh got any more what's um I, as it's our first spread the love we thought we'd make a bit of a feature of it and uh do a few
0: i've got some i was thinking about again going back to you asking me about the camera uh th- at the start of, of this one i was thinking about some of the photographers who i've i was going to say inspired by yeah copied i suppose you know uh-huh. through their instagram channels you know looked at what they're doing and really liked it and thought god i'd like to bring some of that into the pictures that, that i take so i thought i'd mention a few of them yeah um one of the first actually was nat net twist you're, you're only allowed one you're only allowed uh, one only one yeah we don't want to
1: yeah can bring more in
0: in the future okay well it's going to be nat then <laughs> it's going to be nat because that's because i've already well, maybe said maybe you could
1: do two or three but i didn't want you to do your your you know do your load as it were <laughs> yeah.
0: well just in the photographer okay, i could do a photographer yeah I, I, could, I could i could bring them in as the weeks go on yeah but, yeah yeah but but nat certainly inspired me with the style and the photography that he does he does lots of stuff where he's you know he's heavily involved in in um in type 7 the porsche yes so yeah. he has his own instagram he does photography for sport purpose um you know james's crew yeah. at Bista. Yeah. um and he's uh, excellent so I unashamedly, and I, I told him when I met him, that I'd unashamedly <laughs> bow? Been, in, been inspired by his, by his work. So excellent. Um, yeah, yeah. His, his, he, he's well worth seeking out if, I mean, if you're into Porsches, you probably already do, but you know, excellent stuff. Good,
1: good, good, good. Um, I've got a, a company or product. Yeah. A company. Um, I've bought loads of stuff from that probably nobody knows about. Um, and they sell nuts and bolts, of all things, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which all sounds a bit boring. But when you're sort of doing work on cars um, and you need some bits and bobs, and uh, nuts and bolts, I don't always buy, like, uh, always want Porsche stuff, mm-hmm. um, sort of like on the lot of the underside of the car where they're holding on the plastic parts and that. I wanted to put stainless steel parts on. Yeah. Um and it's difficult to find the right fi- fixing. So you you want a particular length, you want a particular size of fixing and a particular style. Yeah. Um and I found this amazing website that's got everything on there. So you go on there and like I don't know you want an M6 nut. They do a stainless steel plain nut, they do a half nut, they do a castellated nut, they do a nut that's dyed black. They do an M6 nut in every Desire you could want and not too expensive. (laughs) Um, But then they do all the bolts and screws and everything like that. And the website is um, accu.co.uk. And you can pretty much buy any fixing from them. Um, As you say, titanium, uh, stainless steel, mild steel, um, plastic fixings, brass, just anything you could desire, really. Um, top recommendation from me is, yeah, keep that in your web browser's favourites when you're looking for stuff like that. It's like nut, pick and mix, is it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go check check them out. Tell them that I sent you so, um, yeah, I can get some love back. Maybe I get a bit of discount. Get a code. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Andy Brooks nine nine three. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to speak to them about that. Try and get a code. (laughs) That would be good. Yeah. Um, I think, did we challenge ourselves to coming up with three
0: recommendations for this first one? Have you got your third? Well, let's have a look. Let's have a look at my list. Um, Are you going to pick? Here's one. Here's a local one. So I said I was going to do local. You know, Hot Wheels is global. Nat's global. Local is Atelier's kebab van in Tame. (laughs) Honestly, mate. Best kebab van in Britain best best kebab in britain not just voted by me multiple award winner of the actual best kebab van in britain they won it <laughs> they won it so many times that they weren't allowed to enter and they became judges somebody else won it um and <laughs> but then they're allowed to enter again and they won it again this year it's fantastic
1: i love that you brought up a kebab van is one of your
0: favorites that's just amazing i mean they are they are slightly famous already actually because ken bruce Lives somewhere near there, and he yeah. goes there, and he talked about it on radio too. Uh, and then I think Chris Evans started talking about it as well. So they they have had a bit <laughs> they have had a few plugs, but yeah, uh, their stuff's so good. What's,
1: what are they called again?
0: Atelays, Atelays, uh, which is A T A L A Y S.
1: Are they an actual
0: van? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, like a, by the an side actual of the road. Van. I mean, a serious van. Yeah, you know, serious okay. van. Family business, been running for a long, long time um
1: how far would you make you know a journey for to go to that
0: well i'll go 20 minutes each way yeah um friend of mine who i recommended he's maybe 35 minutes probably okay he he goes and he started going there now yeah you know it's it's worth i mean that that's the whole premise isn't it of the michelin guide originally you know michelin stars as we know them now it was about whether something was worth stopping it on the road, whether yeah. it was worth going off the road for, yeah. uh, not off the into a field, but you know, you know, leaving the yeah leaving yeah the main road, your, yeah, and how far it was worth going for. And Adelaide is worth it's worth travelling okay. for. Says so it's, right. it's in the marketplace in Tame. I don't think it's open on a Monday, but um, you know, Tuesday know it, to Sunday,
1: Tuesday to Sunday in the evening, Maybe.
0: only in the evenings, not lunchtime. Maybe
1: we need to pick a nice uh, warm evening and uh, make a destination of
0: it. It's worth it. Honestly, right, cool. We, we could sit there in the, not in the car, but on the bench <laughs> or you can eat in the car if you like. I, I wouldn't, uh, but I, oh, it's so good. Let's do it. All right. Cool. I'll tell go. you what, Andy, I'll give you my, my money back guarantee. <laughs> if you don't like it, I'll give you the money. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> so there you go. Excellent. Right.
1: Well, thank you very much. Atalay's Intain. The the kebab shop of the Great Britain
0: kebab van That's, kebab, kebab van.
1: van sorry yeah best kebab
0: uh, van in Britain multiple recommended
1: yeah
0: fantastic cool
1: <laughs> right uh, my last my last little uh, recommendation is for another podcast um, which is uh, a p- podcast called Curb and Canyon which is James uh, from Auto Amateur and uh, Andy Gaunt um, from the Last Rasp yeah. Uh, couple of YouTube.
0: Um, heard of both of those guys. Didn't know they did stuff together.
1: Yeah. They've got a little podcast that they do called Curb and Canyon. Um, don't know why they've done it as a, another different brand, but yeah, mm. I guess bringing the two together. Um, but yeah, really entertaining, nice little podcast and um, got some really good content and um, talk some, some good shit. So I'd recommend them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll give yeah. that a listen. Yeah. 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 Really good. Cool. Right. Uh, what other news have we got? We've got no Lee. He's not appeared. I think he must be still driving. Um, so I wonder I if he's
0: back in the country yet or not. Who knows? What? Uh, what? In the UK? In the UK? Oh, I don't think.
1: I think he's. I think he's only. Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Is he due to come back today? Oh, I'm not sure. No. He could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. Lost somewhere in, in Europe. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one last thing that I wanted to mention before we go. Mm-hmm. Um we won't be releasing an episode next week, um, but we will be back for the last episode of this series a week or so later. Um, all will become clear as to why um, we're a little bit delayed on that. Um, so, yeah. Intriguing. Intriguing indeed. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated and uh, look forward to releasing that episode
0: um, when we can. Ooh. Maybe... Excellent. Will there be some teasing online in a a podcast style? There might be a bit of teasing, yeah. Okay.
1: Might be. be. Yeah, in fact, I think we should do that a bit more about our episodes. We're a bit, uh, we're not not so good at teasing. Maybe we should do a bit more teasing. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. A bit too cloak and dagger at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Right. Sign off. Good to see you, Max. Good to see you. uh, Speak I'll, soon. I'm too. off on holiday. I'll speak to you oh, soon. Yeah. Have, have a good one. Cheers now, dude. See ya. Bye. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Patreons. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to join them in supporting us, you can do so at patreoncom Nineworks Radio.